Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, man? Today is March the 27th, 2023. It's your boy Chris, and this is the Cast It With Chris NBA Betting Slow Slash Podcast. Presented to you guys, as always, by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network, where we just try to get ahead of the lines. I feel like we so far ahead of the lines this morning that they don't even have them open. We we, 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 we hunting too early, man, for what it looks like. Um as I say that, I'm always staring at the live odds screen over on Way to Talk, and I see the odds. Some of the odds have actually started to um, – well, we got a total that dropped um, just about the last five minutes. Some of the lines for some of the games that I'm looking at aren't available already. Um, and, I, and I forgot to do a quick recap, but Friday we did go 2-0 uh, on official plays. I was on, I was on the Bulls. Um, Minus two and a half against uh, the Portland Trailblazers, and that cash relatively easy. And I was also on Sacramento to get back to their winning ways against the um, against the Phoenix Suns, and that and that one was um, a second half winner. Uh, they didn't get it done in the first half, but we took the full game, so we got it done for the full game. So two and zero on Friday, hoping to start the week off the same exact way. Sundays are weird, man. Saturdays are weird as well. You do all the research you want all the analysis and sometimes just don't go your way. So uh, glad I kind of stayed away from the NBA this weekend, took the weekend off to reset and recharge, but we got a couple games today that I definitely want to get into. It looks like it's uh, eight games on the board today, a couple teams on the second leg of a back-to-back, but I like those teams on the second leg of the back-to-back. So let's get into those games. As you guys enter, I ask that you just hit the like button for me if you can, if you're watching on Twitter, share the show if you guys can as well. Um, especially if we've been cashing, man. Let's uh, let's see if we can get back after it. Start the week off strong on this uh, on this beautiful Monday morning, man. 7 a.m. over here on the East Coast. Let's get into it. So, first game up, I want to talk about just really, really quickly. Um, and I don't have my banners made right now, but I'll go back in and add chapters to these videos if you guys, uh, you know, come in late. Uh, my computer's still doing a lot of like freezing while I'm while I'm recording for some reason, not hundred percent sure why I still got to figure that out. So first game I want to touch on real quickly is the uh, Bucks and the Pistons game. So lining this one uh, is 15. It looks like on most books and the total is starting to go up now. Uh, opened at 232. It's all the way up to 234. And I agree with the movement there. Um, I don't know how much Detroit's going to score in this game because they, they failed to reach their team total in a, in a, a handful of games for them recently. But Milwaukee's offense, I think, should bounce back in a big way in this one. Uh, Milwaukee was on the second leg of a back-to-back over the weekend on Saturday when they 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 beat the Utah Jazz on Friday night. Uh, went to the went to Denver and lost that game. Just laid an egg in the second half. You see, uh, if you watch the game, you saw you saw Denver really pick up their defensive intensity in the second half, and Milwaukee offense got it's got turned off like like a like like water they turned the water off on on the milwaukee bucks so they couldn't score in the second half um couldn't get out in transition either but this is the prime time bounce back spot for the milwaukee bucks offense here detroit offense uh and defense is still going to be subpar so i don't want to take a long time on this game because it's really like one of those throwaway games but i do see value in this i'm um, looking at the bucks first quarter either the spread or the team total uh of course neither one of those lines are available probably a team total more so than a than a spread uh, just in case they do come out a little lackadaisical. But in, <clears throat> here's the analysis around it. In three games so far this season, this is the fourth and final game between these two teams. 
Uh, three games so far this season versus Detroit, the Bucks are averaging 38 points in the first quarter, and they won in the first quarter 38 to 24. So they should be able to get there with the spread, but the first quarter in general, um, I like their team total to go over. Uh, also, after the loss to the Nuggets, I think it's probably a smash spot early for for um, for the Bucks coming here get this one out the way. They don't have a look ahead game ahead. Um, they don't play tomorrow either. Uh, and also on the opposite side, you look at this Pistons. I'm capping both sides, right? So you look at the Pistons. Um, they are the 20, 29th ranked offense post All Star break. 29th in, in effective uh, in, a, in in scoring um, since the All Star break in the first quarter. Meanwhile, you look at the Bucks. They're one of the hottest teams to start the game off. They are uh, ranked fourth in offensive rating in the first quarter. Detroit is also 29th in the uh, first quarter net rating, which is the second worst, of course, behind only the Golden State Warriors, believe it or not. And then, uh, of course, Milwaukee is second in, in first quarter net rating. So should be able to get there with the first quarter spread, should be able to get there with the first quarter team total. I'm probably going to more, lean more towards the team total to go over once that line is available. I just haven't found it available on any of my books yet. So Bucks pistons it'll be Bucks first quarter uh, team total. Like I said, I couldn't talk anybody off the spread. I probably just look towards the Bucks first quarter team total over in that one. That's the first game I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, next game that I wanted to talk to you guys about is uh, a game that we don't have a line for yet, and it's a bunch of in- injury implications, so I'll get through it pretty quickly. Uh, and that is the Dallas Mavericks and the Indiana Pacers game. So um, I typically, you guys know, I typically skip over the games that I feel like are manipulated by the injury report. And this is another one, which is why I won't spend a lot of time on it. I saw this line open at two on some books, but then I saw it also at one. So Dallas is a one-point favorite going into Indiana after the um, outright loss yesterday as a 13-point, I think, no, 12, 11-and-a-half-point favorite in Charlotte yesterday. Uh, of course, Luka picked up a technical in that game. He suspended for this game. Tyrese Halliburton and Miles Turner also listed as questionable on the Pacers side. I think the Pacers are done right now. I don't think that they're, you know, pushing to try to get to the play anymore. It doesn't feel – it kind of feels like they've kind of ran their course and you don't want to hurt your guys, especially two, um, you know, big uh, big pieces of your franchise. So I think that, uh, you know, the Pacers might – could potentially come out here and lay an egg. I, I'm not betting on the Mavericks. That's one thing I'm not doing. But what I do like is uh, – if Holly is in, I like taking the over. Probably the first half over more so than the full game. Uh, and we don't have a total in this one. It'll probably be late until we get a total just because uh, Miles Turner influenced the total. Of course, Tyrese Halliburton will as well. But this is the second night of a back-to-back. And in those, you know, do-or-die kind of situations for the Mavs, I do think that, you know, they. I don't think that they'll be able to stop anybody. They couldn't stop Charlotte offense yesterday. They'll be without Luka, so I think that'll just, you know, pick up the pace. We've seen that before with this team. The Pacers, their defense has been god-awful. I know I keep talking about it, harping on it since the post-All-Star game. They're uh, second in most points per possession uh, allowed in the last two weeks, and they rank 24th in opponent effective field goal percentage. You also look at the Pacers, just one and four straight up, two and three against the spread as home dogs without Halliburton this season. They're allowing 127 points per game in that spot while scoring 118 good for 245 points combined in those five games so uh Kyrie uh uh Jaden Hardy off the bench um Christian Wood uh these guys you know Jalen Green these guys should uh I'm sorry Josh Green 
these guys should still be able to fill it up. I think, um, you know, Lucas slows the pace down for this team. Uh, I think that they, they get out and they run. I think Kyrie gets whatever it is that he wants. Don't look for the Pacers to play much defense in this game. Also, don't look for the Mavs. I'm, I'm not thinking the Mavs all of a sudden going to be able to string it together defensively on the second leg of a back-to-back, a road road back-to-back at that. So I like I like the first half to go over in this one if I'm playing anything. Of course, we don't have any totals out yet, and if I end up playing it, I'll let you guys know. That's what I wanted to share on that game. What else we got? Um, Hornets in the uh, that should be um, the Rockets and the Knicks. Not a game I'm probably gonna touch. Uh, of course, the Knicks should get back to their winning ways. They are off three straight losses. The uh, the Houston Rockets have kind of reverted back to who you know who they were at the beginning of the season, coming off two two big big losses. They lost in Memphis on Friday night, and then they went to Cleveland yesterday after having Saturday off and got smacked up in that spot as well. They actually kept that game close into the fourth quarter and kind of got kind of got blown out the water in the fourth quarter. So um, not a spot I want to back them in, not a spot. It's kind of hard to back the Knicks right now, too. They've been taking my money. should be a spot for them, maybe first quarter, first half, but not not a lot that I really looked into that game. Uh, I don't want to lay double digits with the, with the, with the Knicks. Uh, also, Brunson listed as questionable in that game. So uh, if he does play, of course, that line's probably going to move, probably to 13. Um, but I will say this. Houston's strength is their ability to rebound the, rebound the ball, both on the defensive end and they're the number one offensive rebounding team in the, uh, throughout the month of March. So um, that doesn't bode well for, for the Rockets in this game because we know that the Knicks, they should have uh, Julius, Julius Randle, I think, is – not even on the injury report, but Mitchell Robinson should also be out there because they haven't played a game since Friday. Uh, Friday or no, it might have been Thursday. They, the Knicks haven't played a game in a while. So I know it's three days of rest in this one compared to zero days of rest for the Houston Rockets side. So I don't want to be able to look towards the Knicks. Not something I feel comfortable playing. They've been taking my money recently. I will, like I said, I will say this. The Houston Rockets are the best, one of the best rebounding teams in the league. I think as long as the Knicks come out here, you know, with their with their mentality, right? They they're not a team that gives up a lot of rebounds. They're one of the better rebounded teams in the league. That can make it really really difficult for this uh, for this Houston Rockets team to kind of keep this game close. And then a couple other games I wanted to touch on really really quickly before I get out of here. Um, first is the Suns and the Jazz, and then all these plays kind of correlate though. Suns and the Jazz, the Timberwolves and the Sacramento Kings and the shot the Chicago Bulls and the Los Angeles Clippers as well. So um, I, it's funny to say this, but I kind of like all three of those teams in the first half. Uh, the Suns versus the Jazz, you look at the total. So Suns and the Jazz, I saw a soft total open in this one at about 230 and a half points. It looks like the total actually came out around 233 and a half. And I do kind of like the over in this spot. I do like the over. Um, one of the things I looked at was road favorites of six points or more playing on their fourth game in six nights. So, I mean, it looks super easy to take the Suns in this spot. We know Utah is is pretty much tanking. Lloyd Marketing did get upgraded to questionable, which is one of the reasons why I don't feel comfortable laying the six and a half points. Um, I think Aiden might have been upgraded as well in this one. I got to do a little bit more research in this game. But back to what I was saying, this season, road favorites of six points or more playing on their fourth game in six nights, which the Phoenix Suns are. They're 17 and eight to the over 68%. Uh, looking at those same situations after the All Star break, those games are five and two to the over 
1.4% after the All-Star break. The Suns' defense, I feel like, you know, may not show up because they could be a little bit tired in this spot. Um, but I think that they should be able to score. Will, the Jazz defense has been uh, pretty or, pretty awful post-All-Star break as well. We know that they do have Walker Kessler on the inside, but outside of Walker Kessler, they don't have a lot of great defenders on that team. Obaji, I think, could be a you know pretty solid defender in the league, a 3 and D type guy, but they don't have a lot of great defenders. Um, I think the Suns, you know, also looking at this game, they do need to keep pace in the West because they've actually been one of the teams that that's kind of slid a little bit. They, they were on a three or four game losing streak before they got Philadelphia at home on Saturday and was able to win that game uh, to the shorthand of Philadelphia 76. So they do need this game. So all of those things, you know, like I said, Lloyd Marketing should be back on the jazz side as well, which will help their offense out. All of those things considered, I think is jazz first half. Uh, I'm sorry, jazz Suns first half over. Also looking at the Suns in the first half as well, I think they should come out, establish themselves early um, against a you know a Phoenix against a Utah team that shouldn't be able to keep up with them if they're executing on all cylinders. Also, I've been talking about this for a while now, but when you fade the Jazz, you typically want to do it in the first half when they're at home. Uh, it'll be their first game back home as well, so don't really like the spot too much for Phoenix. It like I said, it is a, a fourth game in. Uh, a third game in four nights and a fourth game in six nights for the Phoenix Suns. I don't feel like I want them, you know, laying seven points, laying six and a half points, but it should be a spot where they're able to get the job done. I think first half might be the, the better play, just fading that jazz, that jazz offense and fading the jazz defense early in this one. So if I'm playing the Suns and the Jazz, I'm playing Suns first half spread. And I'm also looking at the probably the first half uh, to go over. The Jazz picked their defense up a lot in the second half. And we know the Suns can too, can, can as well. Um, but I feel like both of these teams not in the greatest spots. So I will be looking towards the over more so than the under in this one. And the Timberwolves and the, the Chicago Bulls, um, both of those teams are on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. The Timberwolves got a very, very impressive win last night in Golden State. And you, you could say if you, if you stayed up and watched that game last night, you could say Golden State kind of fumbled the bag away. But um, Carlton Towns had a big shot after slow-mo was able to get a steal from Draymond Green. Uh, and you see something that you haven't seen in, in quite a while. The Minnesota Timberwolves went into Golden State and, and beat Golden State last night outright as a five-and-a-half-point dog, um, six-and-a-half-point dog on some books as well. And that was pretty impressive. Golden State had been 7-0 and straight up and against the spread as home favorites post-All-Star break. So that was their first home loss as a favorite uh, post all-star break. It's not, it's rare that you see that happen, but one thing about Minnesota, man, they have a lot of size. They have a lot of length, a lot of athleticism at the guard position, at the power forward position where, with Carl Anthony Towns back, Rudy Gobert being there. So I think um, <clears throat> I don't want to lay the points with uh, Sacramento. I know that De'Aaron Fox has been upgraded to, uh, not, not really upgraded. He's listed as questionable. We probably won't know his status until late because they probably won't give it to us. That's just what they do. But you do see money start to come in on, you know, on Minnesota. Minnesota is the right side in this game. But if I'm playing Minnesota, I'm looking at them first half. I want I want to get in and get out with Minnesota just because they are on the second leg of a back to back. They have so much size and length that that would be able to bother, uh, you know, the Sacramento Kings team. And if Sacramento doesn't have De'Aaron Fox. Or if Sacramento has De'Aaron Fox and that hamstring starts to tighten up, it could get really, really, you know, uh, scary 
from Minnesota already beat this team also. Uh, they did just beat this team. So you could look at it revenge factor for Sacramento. Sacramento, not a team that you typically want to fade at home. But if you want to fade Sacramento, the last time I faded Sacramento at home was when they were playing against uh, when they were. And we starting to get a total for that game, too. It looks like it opened at 244 and a half. It's down to 242. I do like the under in that spot. I like the under a lot in that spot. Uh, Minnesota went under one of the plays I had yesterday was Minnesota Golden State under the 239 and a half. That game didn't get close. Minnesota's a very, very elite defensive team. Uh, yesterday was the first game that they had that starting lineup intact uh, because Anthony Edwards first game back and they're kind of figuring it out on the fly. You see uh, first time that they had Mike Conley at point guard along with Anthony Edwards. They also starting slow-mo Cal Anderson now. And then you got Cat and Rudy Gobert. Uh, in there as well they have so much size length and athleticism man i'm not i'm not fading this team i think that you know one sac one of sacramento flaws is their ability to rebound the basketball they don't have a lot of big guys outside of sabonis um and i think sacramento i think you know minnesota is going to be able to take advantage of that same way they were last night against the golden state warriors so if i'm playing the game i think minnesota could run out of gas late I'm probably taking the points in the first half. I said all that to say that Timberwolves first half will be the spot for me in this game. You see the spread already starting to move. It looked like it opened at five and a half. Just since I've been talking, it's already down to four, four and a half. So it's definitely the right side. If I'm playing it, I'm playing the first half only. I'm also taking the total to go under. 242 is too many points. 241 and a half is too many points. Hadn't really got the total or capped it, but I know I'm not looking towards the over. Uh, and the same thing for the Chicago Bulls. And I'm, I'm going to get off here, but same thing for Chicago and the Clippers, man. This total looked like it opened at 223. It's all the way down to 220, but that's all since I've been talking. It's so crazy that the totals happen as I talk. Um, and I'm probably going to jump on this one as well. Um, Bulls are Bulls are coming off another team, coming off a roll win yesterday as a dog in L.A., second leg of a back-to-back. -back. I looked at a couple things in this spot. So, First thing is this, the teams, it's only happened four times, but the teams that play the Clipper, the Lakers, then the Clippers, um, on the second leg of a back-to-back -back play the Clippers, those teams are three and one uh, straight up, I think, and against the spread. I didn't write it down, but but if you beat the if you beat the Lakers on first on the first game, you typically beat the Clippers on the second game. Um, we know that the Clippers will be shorthanded, no PG. They struggled in the game against the uh against the New Orleans Pelicans the other day. Uh, got smacked up actually. Kawhi got hurt with a face contusion. He he is listed as probable. They did say after the game that it shouldn't be anything too major, and they they do expect him to play. I did see that come out late last night, um, and after the game as well. But Chicago's playing defense right now, man. They're playing really really good defense. I do think that their offense will regress just a tad bit, but I'm not taking the the Clippers to win that game by five points. Not when Chicago is in a fight for their playoff lives. This is a team that we just cashed with on Friday defensively they're locked in you see the you know just the energy that they have they'll get Vucevic back who didn't play um but a half yesterday because he got thrown out before halftime so he should be fresh uh you know the battle down there with Zubac I think it'll be a defensive game um the Clippers will definitely have to rely on that defense so I do like the under 220 is a low total but Chicago Chicago should be motivated in this spot to you know finish this streak off strong I, I, if I want Chicago, same thing, though, I just talked about with Phoenix, same thing I just talked about with the Timberwolves specifically. I want them first half. Teams tend to fade on the second leg of a back-to-back, -back, especially when they're dog in the second half. So if I'm playing this game, I'm taking the Chicago Bulls in the first half, probably plus the two, uh, plus the two and a half if I could get one of those. 
And that's how I like that game. Same thing with the Timberwolves. Same thing. Phoenix Suns is a tad bit different, but, you know, same kind of concept. Um, just a fade of the Jazz against the Suns. But the Timberwolves, I want them early uh, just because they could fade in the second half. Chicago, I want them early as well. So um, top looks of the day would be, like I said, Bucks first quarter team total to go over against the Detroit Pistons, a team that they should absolutely smash in this spot today. And then uh, Mavs and Pacers, if I'm playing that game, really I'm not, I, I won't touch on that game because there's too many different scenarios. But if Holly gets ruled in, um, then I do like the first half to go over. If Holly gets ruled in, I think you also got to take the Pacers. The Pacers might be better than the Mavericks, and it'll show me that the Pacers are actually still trying to play for the, for the playing game, which I think that they, they're probably done for it. But um, I like that game to go. I like the Pacers if Holly Burton gets ruled in. Uh, and if Miles, turn, if Miles Turner is out and Holly Burton gets ruled in, uh, then I'm also going to look towards the over in that game. Um, Suns and the Jazz, Suns first half would be the top look. And I haven't placed any of these because we don't even have lines for them yet. But but Suns and the Jazz, I will be looking at uh, Suns first half, also looking at the first half to go over. Um, and uh, Timberwolves and the Bulls, like I talked about, two teams that won yesterday as road dogs, and then they're road dogs again today. I want those teams early. I want the Timberwolves first half, and I want Chicago first half on the spread. Uh, just in case they run out of gas late. So that's what I got for you guys, man. Uh, I think what, what we had, like 22, 23 minutes in the books. If you guys wouldn't mind hitting the like button for me, uh, sharing the show, it'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. I'm going to go through uh, the comments, but I'm going to probably do it offline just because I am in for kind of a busy day. Um, but I'll respond to you guys and let you guys know what I'm looking at. Always, uh, as always, doing the show, um later today crispy cap and nba show will be live at 5 30 eastern time uh let me see what y'all say in the comment section before i get out of here bucks and next team total over l boogie said uh tack tanking teams um my big play today was lakers first quarter the bulls have been screwing me lately uh when going against them bulls uh but still plan on playing lakers first quarter uh next game yeah, I watched that. The Lakers just couldn't play any defense. In the beginning of the first quarter, they were, uh, you know, playing playing uh, well offensively. They missed a couple shots and couldn't get couldn't get any stops, Jake. So, um, yeah, I, I watched the, the entirety of that Lakers game yesterday. Two forty two seems too high. That's because it is Euphoria. If you watch, if you watch this Minnesota team, bro, they are really, really good, really, really good. I like the under, man. I like the under. And if you like it, you might want to go ahead and put something on it now, and then you know catch it later because that total didn't drop from 244 and a half all the way down to 241 already um and it's dependent upon you know De'Aaron fox of course uh also does car anthony towns play in the second leg of a back-to-back -back? right i mean it's gonna be his first second second leg of a back-to-back -back. i don't think it was dressed like yesterday by coach finch in the post-game interview i was looking for i couldn't really find anything so it's a lot of factors that go into it man a lot of factors that go into it Derek said the lakers had me pissed uh, how do you lose with LeBron back? And AD only had 15 points. That's why I told you I don't talk about the Lakers on the show no more, man. I, I say that heartache. <laughs> I don't even talk about the Lakers. Cat uh, gave him the juice. Uh, what else y'all on? Anybody got any plays? I'm looking for plays. What y'all on today? Polly is out. I'll be looking at TJ McConnell, PRA. Absolutely, Mike. Got to look towards McConnell. Um, Andrew Nimhart has actually been hooping, too. Nimhart has been cooking. Um, without Halliburton in as well. Uh, 
what up to y'all, man? What up to the chat, man? I appreciate y'all for being here with me this morning. It's a lot of lot of stuff to like. Matt said he got a three uh three same game parlay today. Philly plus five and the under. Phoenix minus seven and the over. Bulls plus five and the under. Okay. If you like all of them, hey, get there, my guy. Get there for sure. Um, I saw I did see Michael Porter Jr. is listed as probable. I listed as questionable for injury management. So that could be a sign that, you know, they're not, they're not taking that game uh, serious today against the Philadelphia 76ers, that being the Denver Nuggets. But we'll see how it happens. I knew Luca, I knew Luca, I know Luca going to be suspended for 16th uh, technical, and I know Dallas sucks, but talk me off Dallas minus 103. I'll talk you off Dallas minus 103, Justin. They are trashed. <laughs> I don't know if you watched them play yesterday, but Charlotte was shorthanded yesterday. No, uh, of course, no, no ball. Uh, you know, no Terry Rozier, um, no uh, Kelly Oubre, and you still lose the game. It was crazy how they lost that game yesterday. I watched that game, the entirety of that game as well. It was absolutely crazy. But uh, that's what I got for you guys, man. Check out the podcast if you guys don't mind as well. Uh, podcasts are always live about 10 minutes after I complete the show. The link is also in the description as well. Uh, or you could, you guys could just search it on podcast streaming platforms, uh, search crispy cap and search cash it with Chris. Um, and, uh, leave me a five-star review over there. If you, if you guys been cash with me or just want to show some support as well. Uh, like I said, I'll be back at five 30 with official plays on the, uh, crispy cap and NBA show. Best of luck to everybody today. And on all your wages and actions that you guys have today, man, I'm out.